Welcome to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Be part of the show by emailing your questions to radio at GoBlueRaiders.com or tweeting us using the hashtag AskStock. Rick Stocks Till Live is brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Bud Light. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Welcome back into Sam uh, to uh, the Boulevard tonight as Middle Tennessee coming off a season-opening victory over the Monmouth Hawks and Coach Rick Stockstill <laughs> joins us here tonight and uh, old habits die hard and the Raiders got off on a good habit here to start the 2021 season as they knock off the uh, the Monmouth Hawks and coach talk a little bit about your uh, about about your team and and uh, going into the weekend uh, I think you, you had a pretty good feeling about them well yeah I mean I, I like I said earlier I, I liked our team I like our team I like where we were at mentally and physically um, you know, I just thought we'd had a great, you know, off season, you know, from the summer and then into August camp and everything. So I knew we were ready to play, and, and we were playing a good football team. And uh, I think especially early, you know, getting settled in and adjusting to the speed of the game because, you know, no matter how hard you try, it's hard to simulate in practice uh, go, going against each other, going against scouts and, and that sort of thing. Uh, <clears throat> To, to to get acclimated to how fast the game is. And, uh, again, Monmouth is a good football team. And, uh, you know, I, I thought they, they played well, especially early. Uh, they started taking some chances there in the second half, you know, when they are going for it on fourth down, and our defense did a good job of, uh, of stopping them down there. But, uh, you know, other than we we didn't start out chip like we'd like to have started offensively. You know, we missed the the first play. We came within a foot of probably, you know, starting the game off the season off with a <laughs> seventy-five yard touchdown pass. So, um, you know, so we we didn't start out. We didn't finish drives like we need to. Defensively, we gave up some, you know, initial third downs there, and uh, but buckled down and forced punts there. You know, so the first quarter ended zeros, and um, you know, then when then Jalen Lane's punt return sparked it. But uh, you know, I thought we made plays. The big thing again, I've said it a million times, is you know we didn't turn the ball over. And I told our team, you know, all through August or leading not all through August, but you know the last week and a half going into the Monmouth game, just most games, first games are determined. Uh, by turnovers in the kicking game. And you can look at other games, and I pointed it out, uh, games that were played before us, how uh, the kicking game affected it, how turnovers affected it. And you look at our game, you know, Saturday there, uh, you know, nothing was more evident than the kicking game. You know, the, the punt return ignited us. Uh, we got turnovers. We protected the ball. We made all our kicks. We covered good. Uh, you know, we punted the ball well. And, uh, you know, we, we kicked off well. So just uh, I, I thought 
you know, that, that part of the execution was really good. We made some first-game mistakes uh, that we got to get corrected, uh, you know, from a substitution standpoint, from an execution standpoint, all those things we got to get corrected. But overall, I was very pleased with the performance of our players. You know, last week we, we sat here, we were talking about – the matchup with a really good FCS team. And you look across the, the country uh, and what happened uh, with, with uh, FCS versus FBS teams. And it just goes to show you that there is good football played everywhere, you know, no matter what level you're playing at. I mean, Eastern Washington, Montana, East Tennessee, we saw a lot of those 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 schools get victories and you know a lot of times you know we, we've seen it before uh, an FCS team comes in and they feel like okay we can hang around here long enough to to make something happen you warned against that uh, last week and I think your guys took took heed to it yeah they I think there was either six or seven FCS wins over FBS teams this year and especially in first games because you, you, you prepare for everything that you think you're going to see, but there's always something that you don't prepare for because they haven't shown it before. And that's what happened to us a little bit in the first quarter, you know, our offense against their defense. They were doing a lot of stunning and slanting with their ends and tackles, and they hadn't shown that before. So we had to adjust to that. And then with the transfer portal, uh, you know, it, it changes a team's makeup you know, with just a couple players. And, uh, you know, all these FCS teams are going in the portal just like everybody else is. So, uh, you know, they're, they're, it's hard to win. You know, and people say it all the time, winning is hard in college football. And, uh, you know, it was that's why you celebrate every win no matter who you beat. You celebrate it. And, uh, you know, we, we beat a good football team. And Monmouth will win a bunch of games this year. And, you know, I'm sure they'll have a chance to get in the playoffs again and, you know, make some noise. So uh, they're playing, you know, Montana, you mentioned it. You know, they uh, they played them last year, and it's just, uh, you know, it's a good football league. You know, uh, uh, the one AA teams or the FCS uh, schools, they all played some sort of schedule in the spring. Do you think that – because there were so many, like you mentioned, there were six FCS wins over FBS teams this weekend. Do you feel like that, you know, they were playing three months ago, they were playing real games? Yeah, you know, I, I think it, you know, and I asked Hard their coach. Say. I asked their coach, I think it does help. I asked him, you know, how he liked the spring, and he said that, you know, it was different than a spring practice because, you know, we had their attention. And, you know, there was something to play for at the end of each week. And, uh, you know, he kind of liked it, you know. So they, they play, you know, real games, get acclimated to that. You know, they take a couple months off and, you know, now they're back playing again. So I would say that it probably helps them unless, you know, they had a bunch of injuries, you know, and, and they did not. They, they, they lost their tackle. Uh, he told me they lost their tackle in, in August uh, to a season-ending injury. Uh, he said, but that was the only injury that they had had, you know, through the uh, 
spring season and then August. Yep. This week it is uh, Virginia Tech week. The Raiders take on the number 19 Hokies at 1 o'clock Central Time on Saturday at Lane Stadium in Blacksburg. We are coming to you live tonight from the Boulevard Bar and Grill just across from campus at the Boulevard, the uh, greatest sports bar and grill in Murfreesboro. So stop by today. We'll take a timeout, our first time out of the night. More with Coach Rick Stockstill after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, honey, got the 70-inch flat screen mounted. Come take a look. Uh, why are the instructions still wrapped in plastic? Instructions are just another man's suggestions. <sighs> you sure about that? Need another chance? Get one with Powerball with Double Play. Add Double Play for just a dollar and give your numbers a second chance to win up to $10 million with drawings every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Powerball with Double Play and the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. It's red. With heated seats. Serious air conditioning. And that uh, little compartment thingy, you know, where you put your sunglasses. You found the perfect car. Now get the perfect loan with Ascend. We've got low rates, flexible terms, and you can apply online at Ascend.org or at any of our branch locations. I'm going to name her Betty. Auto loans from Ascend Federal Credit Union. Banking without the bank. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. All loans are subject to credit approval. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Welcome back to Rick Stocks to Live tonight, presented by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and trusted energy advisor. And Coach Stock is here. Let's let's kind of look at some of the first half. 
Coach, as you mentioned, uh, didn't score any points in the first quarter, but you did get the ball back uh, on a punt late in the in the first quarter, and uh, or actually it was the first play of the second quarter. And Jalen Lane, seventy yards on the punt return, and. You know, you've got all the math. You you know when you, as far as scoring a defensive touchdown as opposed, and then you add on a special teams touchdown about the percentages of winning a football game. Uh, those those uh, special team scores are like gold. Yeah, because it's a it, it, it's it's a non-offensive play, and it gives you an opportunity. Uh, to ignite really your whole team because there's so many defensive players, there's so many offensive players on a kicking unit, and uh, you know it just kind of brings everybody, ignites everybody there together. So that was a big play, and uh, you know Jalen did a great job of making the first two guys miss. Then he got a great block by uh, Jamichael Thompson down there and some others that, uh, and then he he just outran everybody. So it, it was a huge play in the game and really ignited, got, got everybody going. The defense, you know, played better. The offense played better, you know, after that. Yep. Uh, Monmouth came back to their credit and answered with a 79-yard drive. And, and uh, Tony Musket, their quarterback, uh, he, he's, a, he's a tough character. He's going to win a lot of football games for them. Yeah, I, I thought he – you know, I was impressed with him. Like, and going into the game, I was impressed with him. He's a, he's a good football player. And – you know, we did a really good job defensively of keeping the ball in front of us, except on that play. We got one over the top. They threw the fake, the bubble screen and go, and and uh, they got behind us there in the secondary. So other than that, you know, we did a really good job defensively of not giving up a lot of explosive plays. You know, we won the explosive play battle uh, seven, eight to three, you know, for the game. And uh was a you know a big part of the reason why we won also but you know uh give them credit they did a nice job of coming back punt returns we talked about that then you get down to the last five minutes of the half and you're in a you're basically in a 7-7 game monmouth has the ball and on back-to-back monmouth possessions you're able to get a fumble recovery and turn both of those into points going into halftime and that gave you a ton of momentum yeah, I did, and, and you know, I, I talked to the team Sunday about it. Um, you know, getting turnovers, getting takeaways are great, but if you don't do anything with the takeaway, then you're really squandering that opportunity. And, you know, with the four takeaways that we had, you know, we scored 29 points, you know, off those four takeaways, and we didn't turn the ball over, so we didn't give that give up any. So, you know, each takeaway we got, we converted it into touchdowns. Uh, you want to score points, field goal or touchdowns. Obviously, you want touchdowns, not field goals. But if you get a takeaway and then offensively you go three and out, you know, it doesn't really do a whole lot of good. Uh, in getting that takeaway. So our offense did a really nice job of taking advantage of those takeaways. The first one, uh, Jordan Ferguson forced the fumble. Uh, Richard Kinley was able to get the recovery. It turns into a four-play, 58-yard drive, and uh, Bailey Hockman hit D.J. England Chisholm right at the pylon. And, Coach, I didn't realize just how good a throw and how good a catch that was until after the game and looking at it back on video from from the end zone. I mean, Bailey put it right down the chimney, and DJ 
did a great job of getting a foot in. Yeah, I, I wish DJ would have leaned on him, pressed the corner a little bit more to give Bailey some more sideline to throw the, throw the, drop the ball in there. But uh, Bailey made a beautiful throw. It was a great throw. And then DJ, you know, did a nice job concentrating on the catch, making the catch first. And, and you're always aware of the sideline and know – how much room you've got but I thought DJ did a really nice job of catching the ball first and then you know like you said getting his foot in bounds and getting past uh, the pylon to get in the end zone and Monmouth uh, came back down the field picked up a first down got the ball to about the 35 yard line and at that point uh, on a second and seven play it was Marley Cook who knocked the ball out and Jordan Ferguson picked it up and that gets you the ball with 57 seconds to go, and, and, uh, and, and here you go with a short field at the plus 35. Uh, it only took two plays, but uh, Bailey found Jalen Lane wide open. What happened on that play? Obviously, there was a, a busted coverage. Well, we, we ran the bubble screen and go, too, uh, crack bubble and go, and uh, Bailey got flushed out of the pocket you know, and scrambled, moved to his left. Uh, but they bit like we did. They bit on the bubble, on the on the quick screen there, and uh, that enabled Jalen to get over the top. And uh, probably when uh, Bailey slid, moved, escaped to the side there, to the left, that probably even drew up, you know, their defenders a little bit more. But it was just a, a you know, a bubble screen and go. And, uh, you know, Bailey put it out there and Jalen – you know, concentrated on it and finished the catch. Yeah, you know, Wes and I talk about it a lot when you've got the ball coming out of the second half. If you can kind of go two for one and, and pick up points there at the end of the first half, which you did, gave yourself a lot of momentum going into the locker room. Yeah, that, that middle eight is important. And, uh, you know, the last four minutes of the half and the first four minutes of the start of the third quarter. So, uh, you know, hindsight, you know, when we they kicked off, uh, you know, to start the third quarter, and uh, they were offsides, you know, and moved it back. Hindsight probably should have taken the ball at the 30, but, you know, I felt good about the game, and I wanted to see – I wanted to get our kickoff return team some work to see if we were going to be able to, you know, maybe return some kicks this year. So that particular play didn't work out very good, and we started on about the 15. Uh, and then we didn't do anything with it. We punted. Raiders led 21-7 to at the half. We'll take a break here. want to remind you, first of all, the Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's local newspaper. Subscriptions are just $20 a year for 52 issues. Visit online at MurfreesboroPost.com. Today we'll have a second-half reaction of Middle Tennessee's 50-15 to win over Monmouth with Coach Stock after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. 
put Lee Company on your team and you'll always be ahead of the game with home maintenance, improvements, and repair. Sign up for a Lee Company home maintenance plan to have your heating and air conditioning system tuned up twice a year. In addition, you'll receive a comprehensive electrical and plumbing home inspection, plus member-only discounts and priority service, all for as low as $8.25 a month. For the very best electrical, heating, air conditioning, and plumbing services, call Lee Company at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You train for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance. All without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. Welcome back into Rick Stocks to live tonight from the Boulevard Bar and Grill. Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. Lee Company is the team to call 615-867-1000 or Lee Company. Dot com. Next week, we're back on our regular schedule on Monday night at 6 o'clock. And uh, uh, Labor Day weekend always uh, has schedules up in the air just a little bit, but it's always the opening weekend of, of the college football season. With Middle Tennessee leading 21-7 uh, going into halftime and coming out to start the third quarter. After an exchange of punts, the Blue Raiders took the ball 65 yards and got it down to the 10. And Coach, at that point, uh, gave the, the fans a little different look with the, with the wild Raider look in Shaton Mobley back there. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, obviously we've, we've done that before, but, um, you know, it's something we felt like we could take advantage of, uh, you know, with with Mob and, you know, Mike Dillio comes in on that play and, you know, we got some other packages off of it. But, you know, Shaitan came in and did a really nice job. You know, he, two physical, hard-nosed vertical runs. 
did a nice job. Obviously, the offensive line did a great job also, but uh, you know, Mob did a nice job on it. Yep, ran two plays out of it. He ran them both, and like you said, there's a multitude of things you can do out of that, especially when you have uh, Mike Delillo out there at uh, at a wideout spot because, uh, I mean, that just makes them have to cover a little bit of everything. Yeah, especially when we'll you know, start moving Mike around or the other quarterbacks around and you know, get them involved a little bit in it. So, uh, you know, it just gives you, you know, another dimension to your offense, another weapon, so to speak. And, uh, again, we executed it really well. Yep. And we've done it – we've done a good job with it during camp also. Yep. The uh, – you, you got the, 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 the score there with Mobley. They came back, scored, made it 28-15, went for two, got it. You guys, uh, after uh, you, you score on, uh, on Teldrick Ross with his uh, pick six and another, you know, one of those plays that's kind of a pick-me-up and not only giving your team that extra energy, kind of put some doubt right there in Monmouth's mind. They'd cut it back to 13. They'd gone for two, gotten it, and all of a sudden, immediately, you, you, you snag them with that. Yeah, you know, Teldrick, Teldrick played really well, and he's played very consistent, uh, you know, his, his entire career here. He's, a, he's such a good, good, good person, just a great young man, and who I love coaching. I love being around him. And uh, I was glad to see him. You know, he got a start and uh, out there because we had a couple other guys out. And, you know, he came in and did a really good job and uh, was happy for him. That was his first career interception, obviously his first touchdown. Uh, but, again, uh, you saw the response of our bench, the response of our players, and how excited they were for him as well. So that was a, was a big play. C.J. Wyndham gets a touchdown. Uh, Martel Petaway ended up getting a touchdown. You had another fumble recovery from Stanley and ended up the night with four turnovers. And, you know, when you can go into game two of your season and you are plus four in the turnover column, you know, that, that's one of the things I, I look at with any team is what's their plus minus in turnovers. And if they're on the plus side, they're a pretty good football team. Yeah, it's uh... – like I said, you know, it's the number one determining factor most of the time in who wins the game. And uh, our guys did a good job. We did a great job offensively in the red zone. Uh, you know, what, I think it was four out of five times. And the, the last time there, you know, it was going to count against us. But, you know, I just I took a knee down there just because I didn't want to you know, there's no need to embarrass those guys and scoring another touchdown with, you know, a couple minutes left. So, uh, you know, on statistically, we we're four out of five, but, you know, in my mind, we were four out of four. Yep. And on the other side, uh, Monmouth scored 15 points. They were only in the red zone one time. So what does that say about your defense of, of, of being able to snuff them out, uh, out out in the middle part of the field? Because there were it was one of those interesting games where both teams had the ball several times in that no man's land, you know, upper 30s, low 40-yard lines where you're too close to punt and too far to kick. So there were, uh, there were several fourth downs that were gone for. Yeah, and I, and I think them won – to answer your first part of your question about our defense in the red zone, we did a good job of not giving up big explosive plays so we, they didn't have the opportunities to get down there. And then I think, you know, just the probably the analytical 
side of it because, uh, you know, I asked Brent, you know, why do you, I asked him, I said, why do you think they went for two? You know, because the chart says not to. And, you know, he had that analytical book at FAU that they went, you know, and he said anytime you're a huge underdog, you know, the book says to go for two, to go forward on fourth down, no matter if it's fourth and seven or fourth and one, you know, when you're a bigger underdog, you take more chances. And I think that's probably why you saw them, you know, go for two there. And then the times that they went for forward on fourth down, you know, on the minus side of the field. Yeah, well, and, and like I said, and defensively, your guys did get uh, get the ball back on downs. And you mentioned Telder Cross. Uh, you also had DeCorey and Patterson uh, stepped up, ended up with eight tackles on the night. Telder Cross had seven. And those are guys who kind of got put in positions that you had to do a little shuffling around in your secondary. Yeah, you know, we had, you know, three guys out. And, uh, you know, so uh, – but those guys came in. You know, I thought DeCorey and – you know, was, was solid. He gave up the, you know, they, he let the slant get inside of him, you know, on the play there, the play before their touchdown pass. Uh, but he did a good job. He tackled well. Uh, he kept his composure. Uh, and then Teldrick, same thing, did a nice job. He, he kept the ball in front of him, tackled well, uh, didn't have a lot of missed assignments in the back end. And uh, so I thought both those guys, you know, answered the bell. Yep, sure did. And the whole team did. It was a team effort as Middle Tennessee wins it by a score of 50-15 to 15 over the Monmouth Hawks. And up next, it's the 19th-ranked Virginia Tech Hokies. We'll hear from Bill Roth, who will be doing the game on television right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and Plumbing Company. For 81 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE to schedule your HVAC or plumbing service today. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders! Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com Hi, we're RJ Young. We offer technology solutions that power your business, school, hospital, church, law firm, and more. RJ Young will empower your office to be the modern office. That means an office that integrates technology as a business advantage, all to help you work smarter. From managed IT services, office equipment, and technology, business process outsourcing, and digital communications, we're proud to be your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Come visit us at rjyoung.com. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. 
to request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner at Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're tailgating with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help tackle your hunger and give you energy. So pick up bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a winner. That's what I said. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTE.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Welcome back into the boulevard right across from campus here for Rick Stockstill Live tonight and presented by Middle Tennessee Electric and time to go up to uh, the Blacksburg, Virginia area and uh, one of the real uh, legends in collegiate football broadcasting, Bill Roth, who was the longtime radio voice of the Hokies and uh, will be doing this week's game on television, uh, joining us uh, tonight. And, And Bill, how are you doing this evening? I'm great, Chip. It's nice to visit with you and Coach, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing the uh, Middle Tennessee football team play at Lane Stadium for the first time here on Saturday. Yeah, well, you know, we were supposed to have done this a year ago. I know. Ask Coach, what's going to happen with that game? Is, is there going to be a, a makeup? I know that so we're not making the season was no, really sir. messed up. No, we're not making it up, which uh, I think uh, just kind of putting it off at like – you know, we both played, I guess, but I don't think we're making it up. So we'll see uh, for sure. But, well, well, Bill, you, this Virginia Tech team, you know, I, I was reading a lot and uh, seeing stuff on, online, and, and there, a lot of terms are being used like old school, throwback, that uh, especially with the defensive effort they put up against North Carolina, uh, and, uh, and, 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 and folks were really kind of uh, – you know, kind of hearkening back to some great days of Frank Beamer and Bud Foster and those great defensive teams that they had. They looked, they just looked awfully tough on Friday night. Yeah, that was kind of the the feeling I thought after do, I did that game on uh, radio for Westwood One last week, and it felt like a, a mid '90s Lane Stadium in terms of the crowd, and it felt like a, a mid to late '90s Virginia Tech defense where it was almost impossible for the other team to protect its quarterback. And that was a good offensive line on a really elite quarterback who was here. And, you know, last year that North Carolina offense put up, Coach uh, Justin Hamilton said a zillion yards. It was really 600 and something. But they had a hard time stopping North Carolina last year, and, and they had a really good plan, as I'm sure everyone who watched the game knows. And they were able to get a really good quarterback on the move a lot and get him on the ground a whole bunch. And... And the, the atmosphere in the stadium reminded me a lot. You know, back, I'm sure Coach Stock still remembers when the, those, those Virginia Tech-Clemson games. 
it kind of felt like that, you know, where, where the crowd never stopped roaring. And I don't, I don't know if it'll be like that this Saturday, but it was a, it felt like a game that was played with a with an atmosphere from 20 years ago. The um, matter of fact, Virginia Tech's defense uh, had uh, how many sacks? Six sacks against North Carolina the other night and for 32 yards and again they had the Carolina quarterback on the run more times than that yeah you know it's amazing how you never can make a definitive statement from an opening game and and that's that's something win or lose you can you can get into that but I think the one big area where Virginia Tech clearly will have an improvement in this year compared to its team from last year is its defense you know they they brought in Justin Hamilton a year ago Justin's a former player at Tech, played in the NFL, but he played under Bud Foster. And he came back last year, uh, and they didn't have a chance, like any most teams, didn't have any spring ball. He put a new defensive system in without really having any spring ball. And I think that hurt them a little bit. Uh, they've added a couple of people to this team, including J.C. Price as the defensive line coach. J.C. was at Marshall last year. And you guys know, you know Marshall's had really good defensive lines. Yep. And, and he was on that staff last year. And then Jack Tyler, who also played for Buck Foster, came on full-time as the linebacker's coach. So there are three guys on that defensive staff that played for Foster at Virginia Tech. And this was their first game. And it was against a really, obviously, a Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback and a very experienced offensive line. And, and you know, and, and Coach Longo's a really good play caller. And, and, and I thought they did really well. The whole, the whole that offense to 10 points is, is a that's a day's work to, to get how on the ground and to stop that team and so I think for that trio specifically the, the way it played uh, the way that that trio coached and the way those guys played says an awful lot about this year's team yeah and you know they did that they gave up only 10 points gave up yards but yards aren't points and uh, 354 yards only 10 points then on the offensive side Braxton Burmeister uh, you know, I was reading, and, and somebody called him that that dirty word, a game manager. But he did a really, really good job. Threw for 169 yards, rushed for 42 more, threw a touchdown pass, got Tech in good positions, and got them enough points to get a win. And that's what you ask your quarterback to do: is go out there, find a way to win. Yeah, I'm not sure that he's going to be an all-ACC candidate quarterback, but as long as he's not throwing the ball to the other team, uh, they'll, they'll take him. Yep. When you look at the run game uh, for Virginia Tech, Jalen uh, Holston uh, ha- had the biggest night with, with 49 yards. Uh, did you expect to see a little more out of Raheem Blackshear and Keyshawn King, or is Holston uh, penciled in to be the guy to carry the load? Yeah, I think it, that's going to be a work in progress all season long for that team. They lost Khalil Herbert, who was their really lone rushing threat a year ago. And I don't know that they've made a, a definitive plan uh, with their running game just yet. The um, As far as the, the receiving game with Burmeister, Trey Turner at one of the wide-out positions uh, had four catches. Uh, the tight end, James Mitchell, uh, had, had three catches for about – 36 yards on the night. So uh, Burmeister has some targets. Uh, do you, uh, with, with what they did offensively the other night, what do you, what do you think their plan will, will try to be this week uh, going up against a, a Middle Tennessee defense? Well, I don't know uh, specifically what their game plan will be, but Mitchell's their key guy in terms of 
uh, as a receiver, as a tight end. You know, they move him around. They put him in different positions. He's a really interesting. He's a really interesting pro prospect, I would think, uh, because he can do a lot of different things. I, I think that. <clears throat> excuse me. To be candid, I think Mitchell might be the, the overall the best offensive player. Yeah. In terms of his, his skill set, and you know, coach can fill you in more on that, or you know, Coach Schaefer can tell you more just looking <laughs> at the film. You know, I mean, I mean, because Coach, they're the football experts, but but when you look at the different ways that Fuente has used Mitchell, like where he lines up and how they get him the ball and, and what they try to do with him, you know, I don't, I don't know that there's a uh, an elite six four NFL receiver on the team. I don't know that there's a uh, you know a typical Virginia Tech back, uh, you know, an NFL kind of back. But but I, but I do think in in in, in Mitchell is, is a really unique guy. That I, I'm going to be curious to see how they use him. And I think mm-hmm. it'd be really cool to see what like what some NFL people would say. Like where do you see him? Like who could he help? And what what NFL scheme would use a guy that that could line up in different places? And uh, one thing you are an expert on is you've seen that atmosphere at Lane Stadium for many, many years, and uh, it has developed in one of the unique atmospheres in all of college football. For our fans who are coming up, it's a whiteout game uh, on Saturday. It is uh, obviously a remembrance of 9-11. And uh, what, uh, what, what uh, are our fans in store for as far as the atmosphere of, of if they have not been to Lane Stadium before? Well, I hope they have a great time. I think the one thing that, that this fan base has done is they do a great job of welcoming fans from other schools. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm tongue-tied tonight. I think that they'll, uh, they'll welcome them to the, uh, the Virginia Tech tailgates. So that'll be one thing. <clears throat> and then uh, once the game starts, it's pretty epic. Yeah. And <laughs> something to see. Absolutely. Bill, thank you so much uh, for uh, spending a few minutes with us tonight, and I look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Uh, Thank you, Chip. Thank you, Coach. Looking forward to seeing you guys both up here on Saturday. Yes, sir. All right. Bill Roth joining us tonight. We'll take a timeout. More with Coach Rick Stocks after this as you listen to Rick Stocks Live from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Need some cash? Use this card fee-free at Ascend's two on-campus ATMs and at thousands of ATMs worldwide. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union. Exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org. We recently talked to a world-renowned gemologist. Hmm, the optic character of this ruby is brilliant. And the refractive index on this sapphire is simply superb. And judging by the writing on the top of this diamond, I'd say that it could be worth up to $500,000. I'll give it a scratch just to make sure. Woo! We've got ourselves a real gem here. Take it from the experts. The new September Instant Games are truly brilliant. See for yourself. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The way we do work has changed. Where we work, how we work, and the day-to-day challenges we face as businesses have evolved. As organizations continue to adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We're your one-stop for technology solutions that power your business. Whether it's office technology and equipment, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, or digital communications, we can help make your workflows easier, faster, and more efficient so your team can focus on the core of your business. To learn more about what RJ Young can do for you, visit themodernoffice.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into Rick Stocks Alive tonight from the Boulevard Bar and Grill. I want to remind you, True Blue fans, whether you're tuned in to the game on the radio, watching the game on TV, or sitting in the stands, stay up to date with Blue Raider football and this year's football game day yearbook and digital game day guide at GoBlueRaiders.com or go to the Blue Raider Connect app. We did have a couple questions coming in from the audience. If y'all have any more, get them in here uh, right now. Uh, first of all, from David, said it seemed like we started clicking in the second quarter. What changed uh, that got things going? And part of that we talked about is uh, you get that real uh, jolt of electricity uh, on the punt return. Yeah, I think that was part of it. I think that was. And then just the, you know, like I said earlier, just adjusting to the speed of the game, uh, and then adjusting to what they were doing defensively, you know, up front with so much slanting uh, with their defensive tackles and defensive ends. Uh, so we made some, you know, we got, I don't want to say made adjustments because it was just our guys played better after they got adjusted to what was, what was going, what was happening against them defensively. So I think that was the big thing and just, you know, got a little bit of momentum, got a little bit more confidence. And they're, like I said earlier, the first games are always, you know, it, it takes a little bit of time, especially when you're playing a good football team. Brent Deerman, your new offensive coordinator, uh, along with uh, several members of the staff that, that uh, have been here for a while, and Brent Stockstall, your new wide receiver coach. Uh, talk a little bit about what it was, was there 
was it different in the way that the, the, the plays get in, things like that? And, uh, and how did that go as far as the communication from the press box to the sideline into the game? How did, how did that go? Yeah, you know, our, our communication process was, was good. There was no issues there. And, you know, probably if you guys watch the game, uh, you know, in the past we've had four or five signal guys where, you know, each coach would signal to a specific position, you know. And now this year we're not doing that. And uh, the quarterback is communicating, uh, you know, the play to the offensive line. Uh, so, you know, from a signal standpoint, we don't have as many guys doing that as, as we have in the past. But, you know, everything else was, was good. You know, the, the substitution, the, uh, the getting the play in, you know, getting lined up. You know, there weren't any, you know, issues there. Yeah, when I talked to Deerman last Thursday and I asked him, I said, how, how fast do you want to play? And uh, because he's talked about, that tempo is important with what he is doing. He said as fast as the officials will, uh, will let them play and as fast as they can without making mistakes. Was the tempo to your liking, or would you like to see it faster, slow it down, no, or, I, I, or, or use variable speeds? All the above, but, yeah. you know, we weren't very fast Saturday. A lot of it was we weren't efficient enough on first down. And to be able to to f play fast wherever you're at. You've got to be efficient on first down. If you watch the Ole Miss game last night on TV, uh, they were really fast, and it was because of how efficient they were on first down. And uh, when you can do that, you know, it, it makes second down shorter. It makes third down a lot easier calls, and you can be faster. So we, we'll play faster when we, you know, become more efficient on first down. But uh, at times, you know, our tempo was good, you know, but if you put it in a, you know, the whole pie, we got to be faster. And, and we didn't have many plays. I mean, we only had 29 plays the first half and 31 plays the second half. So 60 plays for the game. That's not a ton. I mean, that's an NFL game. And uh, so you'd like to be more up in the high 70s, low 80s. Yep. Now, when kind of combining the last two questions we talked about, about signaling in plays and playing – with a tempo when you have less people involved in the chain of communication, does that by definition allow you to play a little faster? Not necessarily. Oh, because, really? Uh, you know, the receiver's looking at this guy. He's got to play because they're all being signaled at the same time. Uh, you know, maybe even a little slower, you know, now the quarterback has to communicate to the offensive line, and then he has to get back and get set, you know, in his alignment. So um, our play calls are a little bit shorter. Uh, that helps uh, in the communication process, the signaling process, uh, which enables you to go faster. Another audience question, uh, do you still plan to use multiple quarterbacks uh, in uh – Saturday's game at Vatech. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, all three of those guys will play, and uh, all three of them did a nice job. You know, came in, and, you know, their skill set is all, you know, a little bit different. There are some similarities, but their skill sets, you know, are, are, are they all have their own unique uh, differences. And 
I got a lot of confidence in, in Chase. I got a lot of confidence in Mike as well as Bailey. So uh, we'll continue to play those guys. Uh, you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't playing them in a disruptive manner. I didn't think it wasn't like, you know, it's not because we haven't made a decision. It's got nothing to do with that. Uh, it's all based on. Uh, Chase can do some things better than Bailey. Mike can do some things better than Chase. You know, Bailey can do some things better, you know, than, than, than the other. So it's based on that and trying to, you know, get the best play. And it's not disruptive. We practice it. Uh, it's not, you know, a lack of confidence. You know, our team doesn't say, oh, who's the quarterback? It's nothing like that. It's uh, just trying to, you know, play the – guy that gives us the chance to execute this particular play the best. Similar question in the run game. Uh, I think the most uh, touches anybody had was seven, uh, but with Amir Rasul, uh, Brad Anderson, Frank Pizant, Shaitan Mobley, Martel Petaway, all can be effective. Again, all guys have, have a different skill set. Would you like to see somebody get a hot hand and, uh, and, and, and kind of uh, separate themselves? Yeah, I think so. And, and it goes back, Chip, that, I mean, you only had 60 plays, you know, so that's not a lot of, you know, choices of what play to call, right. what play to run. Uh, I mean, it was an NFL game. And, uh, you know, so when we do have 75, when we do have 80, when we do have 85 plays, you know, we can establish a guy more. So, uh, but we're going to need all those guys, uh, you know, to get through the year. And all five of them are, are really good players. Uh, you know, I got a lot of confidence in all of them. And uh, like I said, you know, Mob goes in there and, in all actuality, we played four quarterbacks. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yep. so he goes in there and does that. Amir can do the same thing. You know, so those guys, uh, we're just trying to take advantage, you know, of their skill set. When you look at film on Virginia Tech, what jumps out at you? I, they're typical. You know, they're, they're, they're big, you know, in the lines. Uh, you know, they can run. They're physical. Uh, you know, I agree with the guy that called. I mean, there's not a – you know, a, a guy that you would say this is a show enough, you know, NFL player, but the quarterback is 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 a good player. The running backs are good. The, the receivers are big and physical, and you know they block on the perimeter. They make catches. Uh, they're they're secondary. Uh, you watch that North Carolina game on TV. You know, there's not a lot of separation between their receivers. Uh, those windows were very small. And you talk about their quarterback for North Carolina, you know, didn't have a, big, a very big window to stick the ball in there. And just the heat, the pressure that they're going to put on the quarterback because that front seven is, uh, you know, those guys are difference makers. Yeah, they had six sacks against North Carolina, who's a no pretty good offense. And no many hurries. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you try to counteract that? Well, you know, we got to be, you know, we got again, to me it goes back to first down. If we can be good on first down and efficient and stay out of predictable down and distance, stay out of second long, stay out of third and long where they can pin their ears back and come after you, that always helps. Uh, but we got to do a good job of trying to, you know, establish the run. We got to get the ball out quick. We're not going to sit back there and, you know, let, 
20 and 25 yard route uh, yard routes develop because we're not going to have time to get it off. And, uh, you know, so but to me, it's going to come back to how efficient can we be on first down to stay out of second and third down predictable, you know, long yardage situations. Saturday at one o'clock Central Time, Middle Tennessee and Virginia Tech. We will take a timeout, wrap it up with coach after this. You're listening to Rick Stockstill live from Learfield. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, flying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Murfreesboro, you can count on an award-winning service team for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Lee Company, A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, recognized by Angie's List as a super service provider since 2008, is ready to assist with all your home maintenance needs. Heating and air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, home improvement, and more. Experience the convenience of calling one phone number for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Call Lee Company today at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. You train for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance, all without spilling a drop of your ice cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Final couple of minutes with uh, Coach Rick Stockstill tonight as Middle Tennessee gets set to take on 19th-ranked Virginia Tech. And, Coach, one of the things I wanted to give you a moment uh, in your post-game press conference, I noticed on your hat you had BB for Coach Bowden. Uh, just remembering it was the first football weekend w- without your mentor. Yeah, you know, it's uh... – I know Florida State honored him, you know, with putting Bobby on the field down there and, you know, uh, BB, Brent Brock, you know, and just he meant so much to us and to me. And, you know, I wanted to put his initials, you know, on there at the first game that he hadn't watched in a long, long time. And uh, just uh, he's a special man to, to BB and I and to all the former players and a lot of people out there and just wanted to honor it. Yep. And the Blue Raiders go to Virginia Tech 1-0. and Coach, get ready. It's going to be a lot of fun this weekend. And just go turn it loose. Yep, looking forward to it, Chip. Thanks. All right, Thanks Coach, Rick, Boulevard. Coach Rick Stocksell tonight here at the Boulevard. And our show presented by Middle Tennessee Electric. Join us. Our pregame show at 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Kickoff at 1. Right here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Thanks for listening to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Tonight's show was also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Bud Light, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. 